Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Yes then, people. The warden has returned to the prison. The inmates are no longer running the asylum. I am <laughs> king of the mountain, Troy. You don't want to call yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarrett didn't die for this. Fuck off. <laughs> Good. I climbed the mountain, damn it. And I'm joined, as usual, by Liverpool's number two, Jay, and the, the flying Scotsman, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> How the funk That's, are we, That Jack? doesn't say Aaron. It says Dolph for life. Dolph for, Dolph for life. life. <laughs> How are we, fellas? Well, good, man. How about yourself? Good, just about recovered from uh, from a long weekend of walking and hiking. And you are and now, one now he's back here. <laughs> Ben's been kicked off again. It's no fair. Yeah, right, I heard there was. I heard there was. There was. There's a bit of backstage politics going on. You were. I heard you were. There was a bit of a mutiny. You want to explain just taking, just taking after my boy Sean, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to be back. Not that it was away for that long, but yes. Uh, we're going to roll into some news, this week's news. A few hot takes for the news this week, uh, in no particular order. Uh, news coming in that Wade Barrett has signed on for one year uh, for NXT on the commentary desk. What do you think of that? Um, very good signing. Very worried for N- NWA. Another another like thing that made it what it was, gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, hopefully it, they'll either let him continue with nwa but i think he was on like a month by month contract so that's probably well expired yeah yeah Um, but no very very good acquisition for wwe brilliant yeah definitely that's nice yeah where's thunder rosa now wants to leave you now wait about it eh? (laughs) hey she's still a champion she wants to defend the championship that's all (laughs) yeah great great signing great news um i've always been a fan of wade barrett it's a shame as in-ring career didn't go a bit longer. I don't know if he's officially retired from in-ring. I don't ever recall hearing that, but... 2017? 2016? I'm sure he did. Did he actually He said he hasn't retired? officially retired. Like, he, he's not He's not said he's... He's not ruled out wrestling again, but he said it would have to be the right circumstances, so... Right. It'd obviously have to be a match he'd want to do. It'd be a match he's comfortable doing because he'd been yeah. away from the ring that long. Yeah. I'd like the, most to have see, the most I've seen him do since is his elbow after somebody's heed in WCBW since he's not wrestled. So really, and that was like three years ago. So, huh. mm. I'd I'd like to see him on commentary for the Royal Rumble next year, and then just get up, get into his ring attire from the desk and come in and win it. But I don't know. We can all dream. <laughs> like Booker T. That's it, exactly. Uh, wow. Moving on. <laughs> uh, injury update on Ivar. The Viking Raiders uh, apparently underwent neck surgery this week and is out for several months. I heard other sources say up to a year. Um, the most recent thing I read said several months, so your guess is as good as mine. But, yeah, um, obviously it's a shame when anyone gets injured, but they weren't exactly doing a lot with the Viking Raiders anyway, were they? No. 
Um, and they'll probably not. They're going to be doing even less with Eric as well, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Last week I misread my notes and said collarbone like a dickhead. So I'm glad we cleared <laughs> up. It was a neck injury. I mean, it's it's um, this, it's a similar area. Yeah. That that was that was all the laughter about two collarbones, Jr. So that's all that was about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Um, hopefully, uh, when he does eventually come back, they'll start. Better can roll underground. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. Um, we'll get to Raw Run the Ground later when we speak about Raw, but I'm souring of it a little. And something oh. really, something needs to happen. And as you say, if Eric goes in there, and we'll see. We will see. Moving on. Uh, UFC's uh, Daniel Cormier apparently is in very early talks with WWE. Uh, Booker T was quick to voice his issues with him uh, booking himself um, as in Daniel Cormier booking himself into storylines on his social media before he's even been given a contract Uh, apparently booking himself saying he wanted to fight against Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and uh, Booker T was quick to mention the last UFC guy that came in and out very quickly um, Cain Velasquez Uh, so yeah what do we think it was a bit different though wasn't it I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if I type in Booker T rumours right now, it'll come up, oh, Booker T wants to fight with... Blah, 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 blah. Pay any money. Yeah. So I, he can show his face. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing I, the thing I saw was that they were looking at bringing Cormier in as a commentator, weren't they? That's what I heard. Um, and like a play-by-play guy, which is... It, it was... Yeah. It wasn't it a Fox decision as well, more than WWE. Oh, that makes like, more they sense. Want, they wanted more of like a sport in person. Right, for right. SmackDown because it's on Fox Sports and it's more, yeah, more of a proper sports channel than yeah, the other one. Um, Should have thought about that before they let Mara Ronaldo go. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they need they need some sort of mainstream guys, don't they? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting if if he does come on board. I remember hearing talks about this. I don't know if it's earlier this year or even last year. There was kind of rumblings that he may or may not be coming in in some capacity. So, yeah. We'll see. Like I say, it's, it's early days, early talks for that. But um, could he good. seems he seems a big fan, so I imagine he'd be quite passionate when he's like doing. Mm. Like sometimes when you see people who are outside of wrestling come in and do like bits like that, you can tell they're not interested in the product at all. But he yeah. seems like a big fan, so yeah, yeah, yeah. At least yeah. that should translate to yeah. what he does. Hopefully so. Um, yeah. Next, a little bit of news. Um, Apparently, an idea for the New Day um, was shot down. Um, I can't remember where this report came from, but I know you mentioned it earlier Wrestle on. Votes. Wrestle Votes. Wrestle Votes put it up today. Yeah, really interesting. Like, I, something I think we agreed, uh, all of us, that we'd probably like to see. Uh, was it Big E on SmackDown? Both um, on Raw. Kofi on Raw and uh, Woods going across the two as, as a manager, but them kind of keeping their New Day gimmick and having that singles run. I think that'd be awesome. Um, mm. I've always kind of said, Xavier, although is really good in the ring, doesn't often get chance to showcase that much, is an absolutely brilliant mouthpiece yeah. and would make a great addition as he's, a manager um, to anyone. It's weird that they brought him back to TV, but he's not been cleared to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, I remember seeing something about him possibly being out longer than anticipated and may, may even not come back. Yeah, I um, heard that a while ago. Um, so he, he's a very entertaining guy. If it keeps him mm. on television, whether it's either recovering or whatever, yeah, yeah, 
be all for it. Yeah, definitely. I think it'd be cool. I mean, I think we all agree Big E needs like a really decent singles run. Um, Kofi yeah. has had had that push kind of last year, didn't he, in, in the run-up to Mania. I don't see them doing that again with him anytime soon, but certainly maybe like a, a mid-card run, again, like in the IC title run. Yeah, I feel, I feel like if they did it, like where they split them up by brand, it would kind of like revitalise both of them. Like yeah, they'd feel a bit, a bit fresher being, because Biggie yeah, yeah, feels yeah. fresh being a singles guy. Definitely. Kofi Definitely. felt a bit fresher last year when he was a singles guy for a bit. Yeah. I think I think it would definitely help like everybody involved. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, moving on, uh, Will Hobbs uh, signs for AEW. I think you guys mentioned him the other week. I haven't really caught up on it too much. but um, It I've was seen, final, final six in the Battle Royal. The guy okay. with the blue, the Keith Lee looking boy. Yeah, yeah. Really, really big guy. Yeah, this yeah. is a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Who's really... He? I, he's um, he's from, like, the California indie scene, from what I've, like, researched. Okay. Um, so they they brought him in for, like, just as a, a job a guy, basically. Right. And so I'm kind of, like, was really impressed by him. After that, they've, um, they've basically give him a, a few chances to sort of show what he can do as a singles competitor. Right. Uh, give him the big spot in the Battle Royal. He had a match with Darby Allen on Dynamite where he looked impressive. Okay. And then Darby hit his finisher. Um, and then they've literally just threw him into um, threw him into the main event for next week's Dynamite as part of a six-man tag. So, Sweet. yeah, I, I th- thought he looked awesome. I'd be really interested to see what they can do with him. Yeah. Aaron, anything on that? I know you're a big AEW fan. Um, sorry, I'm just having technical difficulties here. Um, <laughs> uh, say, I'm excited to see him more. Mm. Spe- we'll, we'll speak about it when we get to AEW because he's a big part of a storyline now. Okay. But we'll speak about it when we get to AEW. Okay, no problem. Uh, moving on, um, another injury update. Uh, someone that we haven't seen on TV yet, but uh, Simone Johnson, uh, daughter of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, undergoing knee surgery. I don't think it's for the first time either. Third um, time. Third time. Surgery number three, yeah. She's not. She's barely out of her twenties as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's like must be something she's done when she was like in school or something maybe right right just i don't know i don't know what thing. like what sport she did in school before she become a wrestler no um, but I'm, i assume that something's obviously happened to her knee right previously right. yeah but, it's a shame i mean we obviously she's still kind of developmental talent performance center sort of thing um so yeah we haven't really seen anything of her but i think much like ray mysterio and and dominic you know that close tie to someone that was massive, like you know, within the company, uh, and having that training and stuff like that. Uh, I can imagine she's going to be pretty good, uh, but it sounds like we won't get to see that for a little while yet. Um, moving on, uh, Sasha Banks uh, is in the new series of The Mandalorian, which I'm excited yeah. about. I mean, I was yeah. excited for The Mandalorian anyway. Being a big Star Wars fan, I know you are as well, Jay. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Did you see that, yeah. Aaron? I've seen it. I've never I never watched the first one, so... Ah, oh, well, fuck you. 
Ah, very good show, mate. <laughs> Again, I don't have enough time. <laughs> I apologise. You have enough time to obsess over Dolph. Come on, just make a bit of time in your schedule. <laughs> All my life is dedicated to Dolph, okay? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's in that. Um, I don't think it's been made apparent yet as to what kind of role she plays, how major or minor there's, that is. There's a little rumour floating around. If it's who, it, who they're saying it is, it's fucking massive. Um, Go on. Sabine Wren, who is off oh. Star Wars Rebels. She's one oh, of like, okay. the main characters. Um, she's another Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too much spoiler stuff, but she's, she's at major. the end of Rebels. She's left I'm as gonna, like, an integral I'm, part. Right, I'm going right. to assume it's no coincidence that she's got the same second name as someone else. No? <laughs> huh? huh? Different spell, mate. Oh, oh, okay. So you thought, thought he was being <laughs> smart there. It took me a minute then. Um, no, uh, different spelling. Um, yeah, she's... Oh, damn um, it. <laughs> yeah, also, funnily enough, um, the character itself um, looks quite a bit like Sasha Banks and has, like, purple hair. So, I mean... It, I it mean, I'd like to think it, it looks sort of like It would make a lot of sense <laughs> if Sasha Banks would play in it. Um... Oh man, I'd be a bit surprised yeah. if it didn't look like her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to the penultimate bit of news that I have, uh, Ricochet apparently is rumored to be leaving WWE. Um, that's yeah. pretty big news. Probably should have opened with that, but it was only something <laughs> I found out. It, like, it pretty like, much broke, like as we were getting ready, though. Yeah, it was at the bottom of my list because it was the last thing added, and I should have shuffled it about. But yeah. Pretty big news if, if that's this, true. Um, this really put a spanner in the works for something I was going to bring up, which was obviously the mystery superstar who's not re-signing. Now it looks right. like it's Ricochet. Right, um, right. It seems like the two are connected. Um, going into, what was the Saudi one earlier in the year? Where he was, um, he was facing Brock. Crown Jewel. Um, Crown Jewel. That's the, that's the one. Um, going into Crown Jewel, obviously he was like a world champion contender and then Rumours huh. started coming out that Vince had um, soured on him for some reason. Yeah. And then we got to the match. They built Ricochet up as like this guy who could conquer Brock. David and, and squashed, Goliath like, sort of thing. Yeah. And then he got squashed in 10 seconds. The kiddie's um, superhero. And then... <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Um, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? Vince. Yeah. Vince just changes his tune on someone. I've got something written here as well about that. Um Vince has also lost interest in Alistair Black and Andrade. Come on um, now. So it's, I never Angel Garza it. also. It was the two of them together. Nah, yeah. Angel Garza, Vince sees as the next Eddie, according to the article I saw. Really? Oh, oh see, we, we see different things now. He, he wants <laughs> he want according to the article I saw, Vince wants to kind of like push Angel Garza to be like the next like Latin star because he reminds him of Eddie Guerrero. Um Obviously, Don is going to be there too. Was like mm. another sort of like big Latino star. Yeah, um, yeah. he's lost interest in Alistair Black and Andrade, so that's why Zelina Vega split from everything this week as well. Yeah, um, yeah. it's just Vince, isn't it? He's yeah, it's such a shame because he's so impulsive. And the the there was a quote that I saw on this article which really summed the whole thing up. There's so many necessary talents just going by the wayside. Mm. 
and they're really, really where is. they're being necessary because these are the guys who they could make into like megastars and yeah. that was like the top guys in like five, ten years' time. Easily, easily. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. If if that particular rumor is true and he does go, that's disappointing. But on the whole, it's disappointing to see how some of those guys are treated and the kind of, you know, on a whim, changing changing their mind on, you know, we're going to push this person, we're going to hot on this person and, and the opposite way around. So, yeah. Uh, and on a similar note, uh, Lindsay Dorado apparently is leaving, rumoured to be leaving, posted up a kind he, of yeah, he put, tweet. Yeah, he put a picture on Instagram of him holding his mask saying goodbye. Mm. Um, he's got, he's got near here. Yeah, <laughs> I was shocked. He's a body. <laughs> He's not got um, a fine head of hair like ourselves. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, he, um, he apparently signed his trademark over to WWE when he signed for the company. So I think that was the other thing as well with him saying goodbye. It's almost like goodbye to the character as well as goodbye to the company. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mm. It's weird. All of Lucha House Party have, at some point this year, kind of teased they want to leave. Kalisto signed a new contract earlier in the year. Yeah. After tweeting something about like ten months till I'm a free agent, I believe Grand Metalik's contract's up in like October. Oh, okay. And I assume that would mean Lindsay's as well because they were signed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Another tag team it. by the wayside. There's a surprise. But then they've just beat um, Cesaro and Nakamura mm. last week on SmackDown, so it's a bit like, well, are you pushing why them? Would you, or why not? Would you are you saying? Are they going? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, have uh, have either of you got any other additional bits of news for today? Or um, the only thing I've got that we've not well, two things I've got we haven't covered. Um, WWE looking at running TV shows. From outdoor venues, once the Thunderdome contract expires at the end of October, uh, they're okay. looking at places in the south of the USA, and they'll be basically like loading in on Friday for SmackDown, doing Raw, and then going elsewhere for SmackDown the following week. Oh, okay, um, interesting. Apparently, be looking at doing it with like limited amount of fans as well. So a bit like AEW uh, at um, yeah, they're the, the, called Daily's Place. It seems Daily's to place, be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There seems to be a lot less restrictions on outdoor venues. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but mm. there are oh, a lot more. Like, it'll be like the whole ventilation, won't it? It'll be mm. free yes, air sir. as opposed to being a closed area. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. AEW were running a um, show that like was a fifteen percent capacity, something like that. 10, 15, I 10, think, yeah. ten. I think mm. it is. Yeah. Didn't he do more for all out though? Not, not that it mattered with the crowd. I didn't go looking for a ticket to go to Florida, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, so there's that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do, though. I mean, even with the Thunderdome, it feels fresher, it feels different, but it still doesn't feel the same as like having fans in the audience, does it? It's still a fake noise. It's not, it's not the same. It's the noise you're missing. Yeah, exactly. There was, I don't know if anyone um, picked up on it, there was an absolute howler this week on Raw. We'll get to it later, but a sound snippet effect that kind of came in in one of the first segments. <laughs> and good grief, it sounded awful. <laughs> so, yeah, there's yeah. no that live crowd noise. <laughs> Fucking dreadful. 
<laughs> and the other bit of news I've got, which was my favourite bit of news all week, my favourite pay-per-view ever, Talking Shoppermania, is getting a sequel on the 13th of November. Whoop, whoop. Main event has been announced. It's going to be Sex Ferguson versus Chad Too Bad in a ball for a ball match. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. Hasty's um, flying of it. Oh, I mean. <laughs> and apparently as well, Luke Gallows said that they've also film already like written out and started filming a piss take for Raw Underground. So superb. Just that really got the finger on the pulse with everything they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what they're doing here where the watching what WWE do for like the last like three, four months and then just taking the piss out of it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I look forward even to Enzo, even Enzo got to have a dig in it, is it? Nice, nice. And Roll Express make money wherever they go. <laughs> Aaron, any uh, any little tidbits from you? I've got little tidbits. I, like, I, like, yeah. I know you like your little trinkets. Well, well, it's not as good as last week, but oh. I've, I've found things. So right. basically, normal news is. Trey Miguel's the number one contender for the X Division title at Bound, Clor- Bound for Glory mm-hmm. after beating after beating TJP Oops. in oh, yeah. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> um, mega TJP, mega TJP. Uh, Rich Rich Swan's now the number one contender for Eric Young's world title at Bound for Glory as well. Okay, he stayed um, retired long. <laughs> that is true, <laughs> but. To be fair, they're doing good work. Well, Eric, you mm. yeah, yeah. He needs to grow a beard again, though. It's not right. Yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks weird, clean shirt. He looks yeah. like a thumb. <laughs> 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 really upsetting. Um, especially because he shaved his eyebrows off as well. It's like a golf ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ron and Don Harris, the little brother of them. Fucking hell. <laughs> what so, else have you got? On this day, so we're recording this on the 17th of September. No, I, we're not that late. It would be the 17th. Why am I saying September? Like, we're months ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, TNA gets rid of the six-sided ring for oh. the traditional four in 2010. Fucking Hogan. Bloody hell. Hogan <laughs> fucking <it>. Hogan. <laughs> fucking Hogan and Bischoff running the place, man. And then a better one to finish this on. In 1981, Ric Flair won his first world title that was recognised. Damn. Against Dusty Rhodes for the NWA title. How many did he win before that unrecognised? <laughs> Six. <laughs> <laughs> Grand. I like that, Aaron. Can we have more of those? I, that, I yeah, I'll have that. put... That, that's I fine. expect we'll do three more for Saturday. Three. Three on Saturday. Three for Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Okay, I'll, I'll snack, I'll, snack I'll, on those facts. Also, it, it, it didn't really appeal to me, but here's your third one for the day. It's Jim Cornette's birthday. Here you go. Uh, you, <laughs> why'd you have to ruin, ruin it with that it. one? Right. Thanks a lot. Son's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, fellas, uh, Monday Night Raw. In your face, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I'll have you know. Um, and it was called In Your Face, Troy, because Dolph Ziggler was on commentary. Fuck my actual life. He was in your and ears for an hour and a half. <laughs> and that's why um, it was in your face, because one, we had Dolph on commentary, and two, 
we've got a review role with Aaron. Um, <laughs> in your face, in your in mind, your face. in your just general vicinity. Uh, Vince McMahon, so, you better start writing a third contract for him, honestly. <laughs> this is going to be a fucking slow oh, one, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we start with a Drew promo. There's a recap of Drew kicking Randy in the head a lot last week. Oh, that that felt like it went on well well too long as well. That like little video package. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was I was doing all kinds when I was watching that. I was like making their food and like watching yeah. it at the same time. I like I think I know. started braiding my hair at one point. I just switched off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Drew comes out and he basically says one bad shot to his jaw wouldn't mean he'd need his the jaw wiring shut. And he'd have to drop the ch- the title, and then he challenges Randy Orton to an ambulance match at um, what's the pay per view Clash of Champions? Champions. Gold Rush. He's... As long as it's for the title, yeah. Then every then match this, should it, be for the title. Yeah, this got that weird though, because then he started rambling, just like about how he created the claymore. He did a little photo of everyone he claymored. Yeah, it was really was weird. Like, it's like okay, um, right. I created this by mistake, and ju- don't care. Yeah, like just back <laughs> and on also, with it. Hey, one, one he was most... drunk, all right. Us Scottish folk tend to just speak absolute nonsense when we're steaming. I know. I'm <laughs> friends with you. <laughs> and yeah, one of the most like protected finishing moves. You don't want to say, oh yeah, it was an accident. Yeah, which makes it shit. It's mental. <laughs> like, oh right, okay. Um, well, I won't be taking that seriously anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, nearly ripped me pants off, so put the other foot out, and give myself a concussion. <laughs> um, Postman Pierce comes out and he he says that Randy Orton might not be cleared. So if Keith Lee beats Drew tonight, it's Drew versus Keith, the Clash of Champions. Um, and Keith co- comes out and they shake hands and they do a little like, "I'm not letting go." No, I'm not letting go. Um, it was kind of like the start of more to come from later we- in the show. Can we address the piss poor sound effect when they shook hands and Drew goes to walk away and Keith Lee holds on to it and all of a sudden from out of nowhere, like an RKO, the crowd's go, Oh it's <laughs> yeah. the it most so bad. abrupt. It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. It was terrible. like a fucking pantomime. It was, yeah. He's behind you. Stop doing that. Um, I'd rather have not heard anything than them try to put that in. Punch and Judy bollocks. <laughs> Keith Lee felt forced again to you, on Raw. Is in what way? What, just everything he was saying, it had a, the same rhythm to it. It was like, we're going to talk like this, and we're <laughs> going to keep talking like this, and then finish it off like this. But it, even when I'm angry, I'm going to speak like this. It's because he's well-spoken. Good verbiage. He has not well he's, no. has an extensive lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Put that word he's, in your own lexicon. He's got <laughs> he bad, very, bad um, rhythms. <laughs> he felt very um, William Shatner on this episode of The Raw. <laughs> William Shatner. I'll, I'll be getting to later. Don't worry about that. That's <laughs> oh, a, that's no. um, so after this, we've got the Street Profits versus Cesaro and Nakamura. Um, as they're entering, they've got, they've got a little inbox promo thing and Nakamura basically says if they want the smoke they'll get it Yeah, and he just looks like he's made up to be stealing someone else's catchphrase <laughs> um, 
I really enjoyed this match. It was, yeah, it did. It was dead. It felt a bit like a pay per view match. It didn't. I couldn't tell who's going to win. Um, every time yeah. it looked like one team was going to come out on top, the other like came back and did it. Did yeah. like three or four big big moves. Um, started off with Cesaro just straight off the bat hitting a massive uppercut on Dawkins. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> and then the profits throw away, the heels out the ring. Montez Ford goes for like his over-the-top rope um, like flip plancher thing. Yeah. They catch him a powerbomb onto the barricade. It looked that horrible. looked horrible, didn't it? It, it looked awful. I was right like, on oh, those right, like, just underneath the shoulders. Yeah. Um, and back from the break, the heels have still got the other, upper hand. Dawkins makes a hot tag and like he gets he gets all the shit in and then Nakamura moved out of the way. Um I'm just reading what I wrote here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. He so he Dawkins goes for like that stinger splash he does. Yeah. Nakamura moves out the way, hits the rope, slides through Dawkins' legs, and as he goes through his legs, grabs his waist and Germans him. And it looks oh, absolutely yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Looked awesome. Uh, frog splash from Montez Ford, knees up by Nakamura, big swing and drop kick combo by Cesaro. He does that with every, all his partners except Sheamus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> big uppercut by Cesaro and uh, was that Nakamura the goes one? Pinch. Yeah, yeah. On to yeah. Um, Ford. Ford. You couldn't Nakamura have anyone goes better to, yeah. to, to uh, sell that just with the amount of elevation they, that he gets on stuff. They had such good ca- chemistry together, those mm. two. Don't 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 pick it up because you're gonna regret it. We're gonna get it for the next month, week after week. Don't well, pick it up. <laughs> that's why it's a good thing. At least we're getting it for a month because the no no. Well, it'll die. It'll it's not like fucking, It's not like dolphin Miz where you just get fed up of it or dolphin <laughs> Kofi. I never got Sorry. fed up of dolphin Miz. Of course, you fucking didn't. His career was on the line and everything. <laughs> so. So he was definitely going to lose that match. Yes, Al. I mean, he, he could have remember, went and done his fucking Remember when he won the tour. US title and then retired? And yeah. then he came up number 30 in the Rumble like two weeks later and just shit the bed. Do you want to know what the bad thing He was in for two is? minutes and he got eliminated. It was the shittest 30 ever. Um, I, I popped so hard and then I cried. Of course you did. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, don't get me started on Ziggler. I've got a lot of notes about him here. <laughs> um, yeah, so Nakamura goes to Kinshasa, Angelo Dawkins. He gets the steps. He's like rolling around. Cesaro does the superplex off the apron um, onto Ford. Dawkins, blind tag. As Cesaro lands, pretty much literally as he lands as well, Dawkins is following him off the top rope. Hits a big splash. One, two, three. Profits win. This was this was a really fun match. I did actually uh, really enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be upset about seeing it again next week, the week yeah. after that, and then at the pay per view. To be fair, um, yeah. I'm probably fuming. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I put in my notes after this. Um, Dolph Ziggler's got a pink tiger print shirt on. What a bell end! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I just, I just thought that there. Uh, Absolutely <laughs> no need to jump on him like that. I, I feel like this is going to be a reoccurring theme for at least the first <laughs> half of Raw. Uh, well, you say the first half. No, it continues on. We do this every time anyway. <laughs> uh, after this, we've got 
Angel Garza hitting Alana, so her husband's now no longer exists. He's in AEW, so she's <laughs> gonna flip whoever the fuck she can find backstage. To Dolph Ziggler probably. Fuck's sake. Soon. Hey, um, she's been there before. She has. Um, Andrade and Zelina coming and cock block Angel Garza and start arguing in Spanish and brawl. Um, Zelina then loses shit and just storms off. And then they're like, wait, what? And then they start fighting again. <laughs> um, it was a bit awkward, that. Yeah. Uh, after this, we've got Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet with the hurt business. So it starts off with a really good promo from MVP, mm-hmm. um, who, fun fact, was my MVP for Raw this week. He was fantastic. Yeah, no, he was. no, he wasn't. Oh, no, he no, wasn't. No, he was. I'm going to get to that no. now. He ruined the second half of Raw. <laughs> no, he didn't. He got oh, help. Um, so he says business is booming. The CEO Bobby Lashley is the US champ. Shelton upgraded from the gold standard to platinum status. Love that. Love yeah, that. I really, yeah, I really like um, that. And then he said he made some joke with Dinland, which was about Cedric Alexander doing some like tax return form or something. Oh, it's W nine or something like that. Whatever yeah. his tax return. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, he joined the hair. Cedric basically said he joined the hair business because he kept getting hair too hair to like play with his family and all that um, from getting beaten up by them. So he's like, if you can't beat him, join him. Um, mm-hmm. Then yeah. Apollo and Ricochet come out and complained a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Cedric made really good points. It was like, well, that was awesome. Cedric cut you a really look good like Yeah, yeah. He looks great. Um, <laughs> Basically, uh, Cedric, like they were like, "Oh yeah, we've got the, we've got your back and all that." And then Cedric went, "Well, when you used to be the uh, US champion, I was getting beaten up was for you, taking the shots for you." Yeah, yeah. Where were yeah. you um, during the match? Can I just uh, say, Cedric, oh, go on. just before, uh, just before we jump into that, just wanted yeah. to make a point about the hurt business as a whole, as a faction. I think they look fucking ace, and it feels um, like for the first time in a long time. Like WWE have actually invested in a group and a faction and built a storyline around them and built them up, giving them decent attire, decent music. Like they've got everything. They've got a high flyer. They've got an all rounder. They've got a muscle guy. They've got a big talker. Like they're really, really good. And I wasn't invested in them to start off with, but I think now they've got Alexander in there. I wasn't until this week. Yeah. Yeah. And then this week I was was like, like, these guys look good. The hair business are fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I've I've got my shirt on order. Um, <laughs> so fuck's sake, I haven't yet. I've, tomorrow, make me get paid. Um, I'll be wearing it for uh, next week's hopefully. Um, yeah, like Cedric's really like starts more aggressive than normal. Yeah, much more. The ricochet's working over his ribs. Um, the hair business attack Apollo at ringside. And then Eric from the Viking Raiders just comes down and makes the save and rolls off with Lashley, and that's the end for, of that. For reasons. Because they're fighting later, um, <laughs> which we'll get to later. <laughs> yeah, it's basically a squash match, this, wasn't it? Uh, Ricochet eventually gets close to doing like his shit, um, but he's too slow because of his ribs. He misses a shooting star press. Um, and then Shelton distracts him and 
We get a Michinoku drive from Cedric, which Ricochet remembers to kick out of this time. <laughs> and then a lumbar check, which looked horrible. Because which Ricochet nasty sold the hell out of it. Yeah. It was brilliant. Um, so you could say Ricochet off his knees. <laughs> like Dolph. <laughs> Cut, <laughs> cut from the same bowl of pasta. <laughs> um, oh, at one point, um, MVP was mouthing off to the commentators as well. Yeah. I imagine he told Dolph he's a tit. Um, <laughs> See I'll if Dolph was not I'll again. be replacing you in an hour. <laughs> it, it, it's in the notes, mate. It's in the notes. Um, <laughs> then Dolph, the lights Dolph go out. busier things to do. All right. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, the lights go My, my foot is bobbing up and doing repeatedly here. <laughs> Who put 50p oh. in the dickhead tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, so the lights went out. Um, I didn't get to see all of this promo properly because BT Sports cut it. Like okay. the lights went out, they thought they went to commercial break. Right. So I don't. So if I've missed anything, uh, it spin. was similar. Well, I'll say similar to last week's. There's a lot of chat. It wasn't quite no. as shrouded in darkness. It was very obvious who at least three of them were. That was yeah. then Dijakovic. Dijakovic, <laughs> Miriam, and Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. I couldn't work out the other two. There was the guy on the left. Dio Madden uh, was the big guy. Oh, I said, sorry, Dio Madden. Shane um, uh, Thorne was the guy on the Is that left. who it is? Yeah. That's yeah. who it's meant to be, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, they, they basically the, the big takeaway from this was they alluded to being ex NXT guys who like had kind of yeah. fallen by the wayside. Yeah. Which yeah. I kind of like that idea. I don't like the way they've done it where they're dressing up like the fucking shadows and or whatever. But <laughs> No, it works. It works because you don't know who they are. But now after that promo where they're missing like the bridge of the nose and you can see clearly like half their face. Well, the week, the week before, pointless, Mia Yim was just dressed like Mia Yim, but wearing yeah. all black instead yeah. of a normal colourful gear. It was like, it was the most obvious fucking thing ever. So, like, <laughs> yeah. um, we know she's in it. Apparently, Mojo Rawley was in it last week as well, and they, they pinned him off. Well, oh, they okay. grew in numbers later Yeah, on, at the end so. of the promo, there was like another 10 of them that came Aye. in. Yeah. And then... Um, after that, we get Mickey James saying this could be a last chance at the women's title. Mm-hmm. And then Postman Pierce is yelling at his security force. The hair business come in and basically say, oh, yeah, we'll be your security. Hired muscle. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he said, he's, Postman Pierce says, like, thanks for volunteering, guys. And Cedric just laughs in his face. <laughs> like, it's like, we know charity. Charity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then MVP says, we'll send you the bill in the check. I was like, fucking brilliant. <laughs> the bit that, made me, bit that made me crack up in that, is what, I think it was MVP. He was like, it's something along the lines of, it's time you upgraded from boys to men. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then um, Lashley went, we're not telling you that, um, oh no, we're not asking you to listen to our offer. We're telling you this is the offer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm well I, invested. Yeah, I was really sold on them after this week. I was yeah. like, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then we go to Asuka versus Mickey James, which it felt like a really big match this because they've been yeah. building it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to leave it till fucking Clash of Champs. I thought they were as well. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they should have really. Um, th- this match was awesome. Like Mickey looked like yeah, she really had Asuka's number. Um, yeah. Like every time Asuka like went to hit one of her, the st- the story was essentially Mickey had really scouted Asuka. Well, scouted it. She had an answer for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Every time Asuka went to hit one of her signature moves, Mickey had like hit one of her signature moves. Yeah. Um, Mickey looked a bit cocky early on at times. Like she was kind of like mouthing off a little bit. She was, yeah, she's like, I, I, I know, I know how to beat you. I know this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really hard hitting as well. Like credit to both mm. of them. They really fucking went for each other. Yeah, yeah. I wrote they, that in yes, block capitals. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're punching the tire out of each other. Um, Good. Mickey hit loads of like massive like. What's the finish? The mick kick. Is it? Yeah, Mech I think kick, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just a check. It's like the roundhouse, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. she hit that a few times and then didn't go for the cover, which was a bit weird. Mm. Uh, one one time she did hit her on Asuka. Asuka had to get a rope break, which was like kind of like the big. Whenever whenever Asuka's in a match like that and she does that, you know it's like oh fuck, she's on, she's in trouble here. Because mm. uh, she very rarely like you very rarely see her going for rope breaks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one where she really connected with it. I think it was when her arms were on the ropes and she absolutely levelled her in the face of it. Yeah. I think um, one thing... I'll, I'll let you carry on. Sorry, man. I was going to say... Oh, no, go, go for it. Go for it. All I was going to say was, I think, just watching this, uh, I forget how good Mickey James is. And I remember, yeah. didn't Mickey James and Asuka have a match in NXT when Mickey James first came back? Yeah, it's, it's run. Oh, yeah. One match and straight, yeah. straight up to the main roster. But yeah, Mickey James yeah. is really, really good. And you, do, you do forget because, like, yeah. you just underuse Eliza. And it's, Massively. it's so frustrating when you see it, though, because, like, she's fucking brilliant. She should be doing, like, wrestling week in, week out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Asuka locks in the Asuka lock. Mickey rolls over to cover Asuka. And then this, this has kind of been a point of contention. Argument. Everyone's been arguing about it and what happened. So a couple of things. The ref stops the match, says Mickey's unable to continue. Mickey genuinely looked pissed off. Mm. Like, yeah, she's not. And then they cut away and then Mickey's selling on the floor. It's like, see. Mm. And she's rolled out of the ring. It looks like the ref's checking on her. But yeah. then at the same time, it looks like he's having a conversation with her. Um so Mick Foley put a tweet out saying he'd heard Mickey had separated the shoulder and the ref thought he heard that. Then it came up later in the week that actually the referee was told to finish. He thought because Mickey had gone into been put in the Asker lock that that was the finish when it wasn't. Right. It was going to be reversed. They were going to have a bit more back and forth and then we get the finish. Yeah. Um, so he just jumped the gun, basically. Mm. Um, He'll be reffing on Raw Underground next week. <laughs> him and Spider. Um, I'll give him a nickname like I don't know the fucking antelope or something nonsense. <laughs> Spider and Web. Spider and um, Web. Like a fucking crime detective duo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get the fuck out! <laughs> uh, you know that's going to happen now. Now there it is. It. Book uh, it. After this, Zelina Vega comes out and challenges Asuka to a match at Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. Getting that pay for you um, is that's the pay for you. Sorry, uh, she slaps Asuka, and Asuka looks like fucking made up. So get in. Yeah, uh, this how is a promo by Zelina as well. How's Zelina entitled was... to a title match? Yeah, on a pay per view. Um, the same way Lana was a couple of years ago when she faced Naomi, oh. and she'd never wrestled the match. 
That was our first match. That was only, got only some sort of story. What was the At least excuse? Selena can only wrestle. Only Selena's like a really good wrestler. Yeah. Really, really good. The thing that I found funny in Former that... Former TNA Women's Tag Champion, Aaron. Aye. <laughs> it seemed that people were writing her off very quickly. Like the commentary team were writing her off. The backstage people even afterwards were like, I don't know what she thought she was doing. Dolph was writing her off. Quite right there. Fucking everyone should be writing. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh no. <laughs> did you did you miss a note? Sorry, go on. Yeah, it it, it says Dolph doubts Selena. What's Dolph ever done? Um, <laughs> world champ, mate. Former world champ. What's he done for me recently? Um, it doesn't matter what he's done for you. You're a nobody. <laughs> Dolph is a god. What What has he done for you lately? What has he done for you? What has he done for me? <laughs> Been a great commentator. That's what he's done. Give just, him an erection. Just existed. <laughs> um, oh. after, this we, after this, we got a Keith Lee promo. Um, and he says he's not enjoyed Drew interfering in his matches. Uh, he, he kind of like says he doesn't want to take advantage of the injury, but he'll do what he has to to become champion. So if if the opportunity presents himself, he will take it and he'll do what he must. Yeah, um, he felt a bit sinister, like a bit heelish in this program. Well, th- this was the thing. All night they kind of teased that Keith was like slowly turning heel over the yeah. night. I he kind was talking of... slowly, that was for one. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of liked it. Um, hmm. It it give like a different wrinkle to Keith. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shown that when he's serious, he, he's means business. Fucking, he, he's not he's not taking any prisoners, sort of thing. Um, all yeah. Vince needs to do is watch TNA and see how good he is. That's all he needs to do. <laughs> um, TNA, TNA, no NXT. Oh fuck me, man. NXT. Fucking hell. Do you do you need five minutes, mate? Are you all right? I've got, I've got Dolph <laughs> on my brain. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a case of the Zigglers. He's flustered because we keep like bashing Dolph. Yes. Um, I'd bash him. <laughs> fucking hell. More than so, usual. I'm just um, gonna, I'm just gonna mute him for this. <laughs> um yeah, it, it it it's weird because like the stuff that come out like this week that apparently they haven't got an idea what they're doing with Keith. They don't know what where they're gonna make him face, make him a heel. They wanna they just know they want to push him. That's all they know. Just in what capacity, um, yeah. But hmm. yeah, it did definitely feel that because it was kind of like he started the night off with babyface, then he was teasing the heel turn, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then by the end, it was like, well, what is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of them. I love Keith Lee as long as he's doing something. I'm happy, but I don't want them to kind of like. Big show and then just have him turn and face and heel willy nilly. Mm. That's yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. silly, isn't it? Yeah. Look yeah. up Braun. Um, <laughs> after this, we've got um, Bobby Lashley versus Eric. Um, MVP's on commentary now, so it's just a drastic improvement. Massively. Massively. Um, and to be fair, Aaron, like not even <laughs> not even just to, like annoy you. I genuinely thought MVP was fantastic on commentary. Like. Yeah. I really enjoyed them, um, especially like later on the show with some of the stuff he was there. I was like fucking brilliant. Um, um, Dolph Ziggler had to prepare. 
he had other things today. So that, that's why MVP comedy. was. That's why MVP was good. He wasn't prepared. He just went in and fucking did it. No messing around. <laughs> um, so yeah, Eric go. Eric like kind of like run does a run and knee on Lashley, and then it's pretty much a squash match from there. Yeah, um, it's very quickly, isn't it? Yeah, Lashley gets the hurt lock in, which is what they're calling his full Nelson with like the grapevine on now. Yeah. Um, Eric passes out. Match over. Yeah. Um, a couple of little takeaways from this. Uh, MVP at the start of the match was claiming that it was his punch that injured Ivar. Nonsense for a start. Um, <laughs> Apparently it was um, his head hit Bobby Lashley's chest. <laughs> like, no, like genuinely. Oh, it actually was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. Um, so I hit a wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much. Mm. What are you saying, uh, that's right. It's, it's that and um, MVP just absolutely mugging off Byron Saxton. Yeah. <laughs> when this is a theme throughout the night, and I've got a point it, on it later. It, it got it got closer and closer to workplace bullying as the night went on. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say <laughs> later on. I was like, I know sometimes it's amusing to give him a bit of stick, but it was just constant, and it kind of crosses yeah. a line. I think. No, like, Corey, Corey, and Michael Cole used to do it to him all the time. I know anyway. that's a thing, and so did JBL, <laughs> and so do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's not good. Yeah. It's I not think, good. I think it was one of those things um, on this show where I felt like Byron was kind of like realised he had a bit of like back and forth with MVP, so he's kind of playing it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely felt that way um, for this, but some of the stuff they were coming out with, I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> you can't say that um, after this we've got a Kevin Owens backstage promo um, just says he doesn't know why Alistair Black hates him um, he's not worried though because he's Kevin Owens which is it, it kind of like validates him just by saying that to be honest because he is yeah, like I thought so you, you forget he's a fucking prize fighter like he's brilliant at Universal Champion, because Universal Champion, NXT Champion. What kills John Cena on his debut? <laughs> yes, I want that Kevin Owens back. Yeah, yes, man. um, he walk he walks off, um, and then Alistair Black kind of just shows up looking like Solid Snake in leather pants. Um, <laughs> I I don't like it. He's turned he's turning generic here, guys. Well, they don't know what to do, him, do they? He's, he's turning very generic. I've, Funnily enough, you say that I've actually got a fucking note about that later on, which I'll bring mm-hmm. up. Um, then we got Braun Strowman showing up to Raw Underground, and I was like, "Hello, oh, Braun, fuck me." Um, <laughs> so it's that it, quarterly fucking exchange, whatever it is. No, is apparently, that Raw, is? apparently that rule Raw, is Raw, Raw in play all the time like, on Raw Underground. Yeah, it, they can do it whenever. There's no rules. There's no restrictions. Anyone can show up. Which is why loads of NXT guys have just shown up and then fucked off again. <laughs> Looking Did at you, you? Arturo Ruras. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want? Do you want to try to say that again? <laughs> Arturo Ruras. <laughs> Ruras. 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 Did you <laughs> notice how? I mean, he's a big guy, Braun, but compared to the Dorman, Braun that really Dorman's like that Dorman is an absolute he's, mountain. He's legit, like seven foot eight, isn't he? It's ridiculous. Bro, Give the doorman a contract. Give the doorman he, a contract. He's going to get involved Crack at on. some he's, point, isn't he? He's signed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He signed uh, him a while ago. 
He's another big ninja boy. A, um, he was the big ninja guy initially, wasn't he, with Tozawa? Uh, yeah, yeah. But he, he signed to NXT the same time. I think it was Matt Riddle did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will, or someone, someone who was like big on the indie side, and he was there. I was like, oh, fucking hell. No, it was. It was Matt Riddle. There was a woman with him as well in that group. I remember now because he was at the back. Because he was at yeah. like in the photo. Towering uh, over the line. Yeah. There was um, a woman as well. I might, I might have been yeah, Shotzi. He, I think it might have been Shotzi. Could have been Shotzi. Aye. I think it was. Um, yeah, he he made Braun look like a tiny man. Yeah. And he did the little tease, didn't he? He was like, do you want me to take care of him? And Braun kind of <laughs> him and, like, shuffled. I was like, oh. Do it. Please I do can't it. wait for the security guard or the bouncer to get to in come there in and kill clean someone. clean house. Um, yeah. The other thing I took away from just this little Raw in the Ground segment, I don't want to dwell it too much because Raw in the Ground just at the moment. Um, but... Shane finally learned how to open the door for himself. Hey! <laughs> well, after he opened the door for Kevin Owens and then forgot, I was like looking at the, the bouncer like, what are you going to do? Are you going to do your job? <laughs> well done, Shane. <laughs> after this, we've got a Seth Rollins backstage bit where he's kind of like, he's just, it's weird because he's just stood there in his gear. But he's looking like he's putting it on, but he looks dead smug when he's doing it. <laughs> uh, he's like got his glove, like yeah. yeah. And then Murphy comes in looking like a sad boy, um, <laughs> just towel between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth, Seth needs says they need to look to the future, and then kind of grabs Murphy by the face and just throws him into the locker and starts pretty- like slapping him and screaming at. I was like, fucking hell! Like yeah, I thought it was a bit not brutal, but I was just a bit like. Fuck, it's a bit, it's a bit gritty. It wasn't PG. It, no, it like just a slap, man. Two of them, and just right. felt like, yeah, felt like Murphy holding money or something. Um, <laughs> then, Probably did. That's <laughs> got to gotta be building up to a, a match of those. So there's got to be some big pop, oh, like God, I hope so. For them. Yeah, I hope so. Just give Murphy a push. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, is someone going to mention that they thought the thing is going to be a mania? One year's dead. I can't remember. Jay did. Jay said, I said I'd like them to kind of hold off and keep doing like Seth just being a shit to Murphy, but it doesn't look like that now, does it? No. It'll be one one of those feuds that they do to like the December pay per view, but they drag out too long by the time they get to the match. So it's just shit. Um, After this, our truth eats a kick cap. That segment had me in bits. He yeah, just stood I, there at the Kit Kat, like mouthing off it, and he was like, "Who you roll with?" <laughs> it's like I, these I three here. Like, <laughs> I was really confused, so I didn't really write anything for that. I was just like, "Our <laughs> truth eats a Kit Kat." I'm like, what's happening? He was cutting a promo with a Kit Kat. The man's gold. <laughs> where, where were the ninjas though? I was wanting more ninjas. Yeah, I thought this. Oh, this is going to lead into a twenty-four-seven. Like instead, Liv Morgan come in, didn't she, and said something? She came in and him, like, like snapped, snapped part of the, the Kit Kat and picked one up out of the bowl and walked off. It was odd. Let's not dwell on it. Our truth's mother. <laughs> End off. <laughs> I did like actually speaking of our truth on Raw Talk. He's convinced that Alistair Black's a vampire. <laughs> and fucking hell, he was he was he was going to, he was going to Alistair Black. I've never seen you in the daylight. <laughs> and I was like, you literally saw me arrive to the arena this week. And then he's like, he's trying his hardest to heal it up and not laugh. And then as Alistair Black, Alistair Black like storms off healing it up going, oh, this is just stupid. You're just trying to make me look stupid. 
And um, <laughs> and then as as he's walking away, Archie goes, "I loved you in Twilight." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking superb stuff. Slowly but surely burying Alistair Black. It's so sad. <laughs> I mean, superb stuff on our trues part for being a funny guy, but at the expense of someone <laughs> that definitely shouldn't be getting buried. Yeah, at the yeah. expense at the uh, at the expense of a guy that I think I certainly did. I don't. I imagine you guys probably thought similar um, when he first like showing up in NXT and you started seeing more and more of him in NXT. I thought, yeah, this guy's a future fucking champion. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This this guy's got star written all over him, and now yeah. it's like. Just a bit of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, after this, we got Seth versus Dominic in a cage match, which Ooh. I thought this was a cracking match. It was. Just before that, there was a yeah. little promo announcing Mandy Rose coming over to Raw. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, but it was already announced, so it wasn't really a... It was. I hadn't seen it announced previously. My only yeah. thought on that was, oh, are we just it, sacking off the whole Otis fling it, then? It happened while we were um, it happened while we were uh, recording the SmackDown review. Ah, okay, Apparently, okay. The bit on talking smack about it. Um, right, right. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. So Mandy Rose coming to Raw again. I've read they haven't got any idea what they're doing with the past. Now she's on Raw. <laughs> Brilliant. Classic <laughs> WWE. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, yeah. So <laughs> as. As the Mysterio family are entering, MVP on commentary said, Ray's been putting Dominic in danger for 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, someone's acknowledging Ray versus Eddie. All I read Um, was MVP calling Ray out to be a shit dad. (laughs) (laughs) But he kept doing this throughout the match. It was like an ongoing theme, MVP. Like, (laughs) oh yeah, well, Ray was a bad dad for putting Dominic in that position in the first place. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so uh, quite early on, Dominic goes to escape the cage. Can um, we just take a moment, just before we talk about the match, to appreciate Rey yeah. Mysterio's mask? There's a massive kiss like reference yes. on there. Yes, it I took me a I bit. Got me notes. I've actually wrote that. Yeah, um, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah it was the a star from Kiss. Yeah, star yeah the child. star over the eye, and then and the it, font on the back was Kiss with the diamond. Kiss in. on the back, didn't it? Yeah, it said Ray, but it was in the or Kiss font. Ray. It was in the kiss yeah. font, though. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking great. I really, enjoyed that really a lot. cool. Um, yeah, Dominic goes to escape the cage like quite early on, mm. and coward. I, I literally wrote the spots that I thought were really good in this match. Um, Seth pulls him off, pulls him off, and Domino kind of Domino Dominic kind of twists in the air, and Tornado DDTs him. It looked amazing. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, every time Dominic goes to climb over the cage, like Murphy throws a kendo stick into him, and then mm. Seth leathers Dominic. Um, and then Seth at one point goes to throw Dominic into the cage Dominic reverses it hits a really good Hurricane Rana and then Ray for some reason throws a kendo stick into the cage he's like well, there's one in there lad Just there's one in there already what are you doing come, he's got two hands that's fine come on you dickhead kendo <laughs> sticks kendo sticks feature heavily in not just this match but their rivalry as a whole I feel it's entirely been based yeah. around kendo sticks an eye for it's... an eye mate um, <laughs> stick for a stick Stick for um, a stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dominic had a really good blue thunder bomb in this match as well. I like. Yeah. I was like, oh, Canelli's been training with Genetico in Mexico, though. <laughs> um, 
they were both fighting on the top rope at one point, both get crotched. Um, Domin- th- this was kind of like the crux of the match now, where like all the catalyst, I should say, the big turning point. Mm-hmm. Dominic opens the door, he's crawling towards it. Ray's kind of like leaning in to try and pull him out, sets out like just out in the corner. And then Murphy runs around, grabs Ray, launches him into the into the barricade. <laughs> I think he hits him a couple of times. Yeah. Careful, watch and his then, triceps. <laughs> yeah. Seth, lean, Seth leans out of the door to go out. Murphy, without looking, turns around, just slams the door shut. <laughs> and just smacks Seth in the face. That's and brilliant. then he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, Seth, what have I done? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Got me notes here. Oh yeah, so Dominic back in the cage, sets on the floor, Dominic hits a frog splash for a two count, then goes to climb out again, Seth gets up, does the superplex falcon arrow from the top of the cage, which looked yeah, awesome. Cool. Two count because Dom's hard. Um, <laughs> set, uh, oh, one point Dominic's going to climb out the cage as well, and Murph, uh, I think it's leading up to the superplex, Murphy climbs up and... Dominic just like slaps him off the cage uh, and he like maybe lands on the fucking steps I'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seth hits two stomps back to back to beat Dominic mm-hmm. makes Dominic look strong as fuck that it, Seth thought yeah. he needed to um, Seth comes out the out the cage Murphy's like apologising to him and he kind of like he kisses Murphy on the head and then he just like batters him <laughs> uh, the thing for me where I was like I really like genuinely cringed was he swung the door and hit Murphy in the face with it mm. but he didn't do it like with both hands he kind of did it with one and let go yeah. and it just smacked Murphy in the <laughs> face it was horrible like, oh no <laughs> um, the, the Mysterios uh, check on Dominic as Aaliyah's going into the ring she kind of stops and puts her arm on Murphy apparently the teasing that Murphy's love angle Love angle. Seth also um, goes up to Angie and Aaliyah outside on his way out and goes, I hope this one turns out better than your other kids. That's kid. it. Yeah, it's like, hell um, of a job. Hell of a job. I hope she I, turns out better. I kind of want them to adopt Murphy and have Murphy Mysterio. <laughs> Murphy <laughs> Mysterio. Just no, Murphy with like Mysterio. a rain mask on. Buddy Mysterious. Buddy Mysterious. <laughs> like, like when Rosie was the superhero in training, Murphy can be like Luchador in training. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't spell out shit, does it? <laughs> no, it spells out lit. Jace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. Fire Russo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good match, though. Really good match. Yeah, it was a really good match again. Every match that Dominic um, seems to have had in this feud. Kim, can like, we just say you user what and Murphy have a relationship with this daughter, right? Even the internet doesn't the internet doesn't know how old she is. It says about nineteen years old. <laughs> now Ray, Ray said she Ray said she's nineteen. I yeah, I don't want them to do it. I think it's stupid. I want them to adopt Murphy and have him as like an understudy to the family. You know, you know it's bad when the internet doesn't even know how old you. Fuck's sake! Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see where that next. goes anyway. Yeah. Next, um, <laughs> we've got Raw Underground. Um, so it starts off with Charlotte Ziggler beating up a jobber. Charlotte um, Ziggler. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. 
Um, hey, I'll take that. I like Charlotte, so it's fine. It doesn't bother you me. Would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then Riddick Moss and Dolph Brawl. Braun P.S. Strowman comes in and kills them both. I've written um, Dolph couldn't be asked with commentary anymore. Aye. <laughs> he was bored of sitting on his Darge Yakma but shitey wrestling. Never in a half. He lost all faith when he um, saw what was coming next. Um, yeah. Dolph and Riddick fight and then Braun comes out dressed like Michael Hayes and beats them up. Um, Aye. Did... Anyone notice Pineapple Pete in the crowd? That was in my notes for the next segment. Ah, okay. Sorry, Is man. <laughs> yeah. Pineapple Pete was stood next to Shane. On the right-hand side. actually Pineapple Pete, though? Yeah, actual yeah, yeah. legit Pineapple Pete. He tweeted about it and everything. What Great a Gary's in the underground. What a traitor. <laughs> Maybe it's the start of an invasion angle. Ooh. <laughs> Wait a, a minute. A What's Michael Underground Mango doing in the uh, Impact Zone? Michael Mango. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God! I'll give you a second. <laughs> Seriously, I'm back. Podcast this guy. So we've got Drew and Keith Crow now. This is where we get the Shatner reference coming in. Um, so Drew basically this this was weird. Drew was kind of healing it up, going well, you know. Keith was about to lose when I came in and hit the Claymore on Randy. And then Keith comes out and goes, the one time he did beat Randy Orton, Drew didn't interfere in the match. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's this got a so point. <laughs> and then the talking. Keith keeps raising his hand next to Drew's like jaw and says, well, this. And Drew's like, don't do that, Keith. And he goes, well, this, you see. He goes, Keith, I'll tell you. <laughs> Do it again. Are you going to be upset if I do this? And then Drew just punches him in the throat. Like, no fucking round, legit, just clocked like, him in the Absolutely throat. clocks him. <laughs> and then they just brawled. It was fucking awesome. Big scuffle. Uh, everyone was getting thrown everywhere. Um, at one point, it looked like Keith was swimming through people because he was fighting his way through them. He was like, going like that. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, this again though, they teased both men being heels at different times in this promo. Mm, mm. It was weird. It felt like they weren't quite sure what was going on. Um, after this, we went back to Raw Underground. You see Titus O'Neil going in, like going in. He like, convinces this big bouncer to go in. I want in on the party. Now, Get like the Trust me, I'm not going to be a letdown this time or something like that. <laughs> it goes back to Braun, still dressed like Michael Hayes. Still beat people up. Um, Fucking, I, what's his? I, I should clarify for Ben when I say Michael Hayes, it's not like Michael Hayes is in nowadays, it's Michael Hayes when he was with the Hardy Boys. Yeah, pink, pink, <laughs> yeah, pink. <laughs> like it's, a, it's like black head and pants and his t shirt tucked in. Um, and it's like peak Hayes like, is Ric Flair's wedding. That is peak Hayes. That's, <laughs> that's that, peak Hayes. That picture where he's doing the speech <laughs> and he looks like he's drunkenly arguing, like, and then it's like another picture straight after of him of him dancing with Flair's wife. <laughs> I I would have given money to have gone to that wedding. I think it would have been insane. Absolutely um, right. Oh, you've got oh. Michael Hayes in fucking a pink suit, and then you've got the Undertaker just in like normal clothes at a wedding. 
<laughs> what the fuck? Um, Amazing. Um, back to Raw. <laughs> back to Raw. Um, so yeah, Braun, Braun's just murdering people. And then Titus runs in. He actually manages to take Braun down. Takes him off his feet, doesn't he? Yeah. Like a and dumb then, tackle. And then Braun, like, ends him. And this is where Pineapple Pete was in. So, like, as, as Titus takes Braun down in that corner, Pineapple Pete stood there, like, next to Shane. Yeah. Um, he actually tweeted something out about, oh, yeah, I got swerved. I went, I went looking uh, for one, Shane. I was stood next to the wrong one. Um, <laughs> that was nice of him. Um, obvious reference to... Isaiah Scott, aka uh-huh. Swerve Strick- Shane Swerve Strickland. That's it. Easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Braun basically like ends Titus, and then Shane's like going, going, all right, all right, that's enough. And then he like puts the fear of God in Shane, and Shane's like, okay, who else wants to fight Braun? <laughs> Did anyone notice that for whatever reason we had the Raw commentary team commentating on Raw Underground rather than just Shane's like infernal babbling? Good, because Shane can get in the fucking sea. <laughs> get in the fucking sea, lad. <laughs> the salty depths of the fucking Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Shane McMahon. <laughs> They're not far from the Bermuda Triangle there. Just throw him in that fucking thing. Um, <laughs> get rid of that, that. That's another podcast for another day, guys. My views on McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you share the same views as, as Kevin Owens does. Yeah, well, speaking of Kevin Owens, nice segue there. Um, pew, pew. After this, we had Kevin Owens versus Big Tasty's favourite WWE wrestler, I believe, Alistair Black. Um, mate, I'm, I'm sorry about what you're about to hear. Um, <laughs> so, Kevin Owens comes out to the ring, Alistair Black in new all-black um, like leather tights, jumps. I don't KO. like them. I don't like them. No. No. Right, so this is the note I was telling you about before that I wrote. Alistair Black was wearing black and gold tights. Are all the heels on Raw now wearing black and gold? Black and gold. Unless he's joining the Hurt business. I'd be okay with him joining the Hurt business because he'd be getting a push. Um, wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole match, Alistair Black's working over the knee that KO got surgery on last year. Mm-hmm. Um, KO throw throws Black over the top rope, goes for a dive, his knees give out, Alistair Black goes right to the knee. Um, KO, whenever he like gets any kind of like advantage over Alistair Black, Black again, straight back to the knee, gets a knee bar in at one point. And then this was the end of the match, which for me, on Raw Talk, I was talking before about like our truth talking to Alistair Black about him being a vampire um, <laughs> prior to that um, Alistair Black said he thought that Kevin Owens was the leader of Retribution and the reason being because the finish is Owens goes for a super kick Alistair Black then kind of like is about to take advantage of him again because his knee goes yeah. um, the lights flicker on and off Alistair Black's like what the fuck here comes Retribution Owens did a stun at Owens wins I'd be okay with Kevin Owens kind of being like the leader of Retribution. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, it'll be like when fucking and Nexus said they had a new leader and then they had it for a while. And then and it was turns out to be, it turns out to be CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. all people. It, it, it is just like Nexus at this point, isn't it? Nexus 2. Nexus 2.0. Um, 
The core. Yeah. No, that was the core. Free core. point. Okay. The core. core. NWO Nexus. Um, <laughs> uh, after this, we've got Drew just stood there happily taping his hands. Keith Lee just comes in from nowhere and dives on him and he starts Gosh. fighting again. Um, also, at this point, can I just ask, what the fuck is Keith Lee wearing? I didn't mind it too much. Um, just let the man take his top off. Yeah. Seriously, like... Big, thick boy wants to embrace his big, thick body. Exactly. Oh, um, just, but if Ziggler does that, it's a different story. Fuck's sake. Yeah, fucking... Sorry for Keith Lee to get his fucking nips out, but no. Ziggler's <laughs> <laughs> a wanker. Golden Stallion uh, monster. It's a different story. Sorry, Ziggler's a wanker. Um, <laughs> um... Right. Oh, no. This is something else I put actually about Ziggler's fucking commentary. I, I've been reading <laughs> before. He kept making Motley Crue song references. Why no? I didn't pick on that. So he, at one point he said, oh, kickstart my heart. He just hit him in the chest. Oh, for fuck's and then, sake. Someone, <laughs> yeah. And then fucking shoot all in the men. No, it, but it was so forced. Aaron goes on about Keith Lee being forced. Dolph Ziggler was like, the force of a fucking battering ram here with these <laughs> like right. a fucking bull in a china shop and at one point either, went, you don't do it or you intentionally it was, do it all the time it's what it it there's no in between it was when Mickey James um, they had the match stop and she shouted at the referee and went oh Mickey James is shouting at the devil there I was like oh fuck off fuck <laughs> off Dolph <laughs> stop ruining Motley Crue for me you blade um, <laughs> What a fucking lie, I mean. Um, anyway, oh, back, to, back to the current part of the show. Um, <laughs> We're nearly so, there. <laughs> after, after, like, all the security struggle to break up Drew and Keith earlier, Postman Pierce, on his fucking home. On his drones. Pierce, five-time NWA champion, breaks them both up, and he's like an angry dad. And he's like, if, if you don't save this for the ring... I'm going to cancel the match at Clash of Champions. I'm just going to cancel Clash of Champions. I'm going to cancel tonight's match. And you can turn around and go home. Um, I wrote like, down... Because Vinnie Mac's going to let you do that, eh? Well, I wrote down... I post cancel a pay-per-view. I put... Are you okay? Postman Pat apparently has all of the authority. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinnie yeah. Mac's letting you do that, Paul. Uh, apparently, <laughs> the thing they're going for is he's not, like a, he's not an authority figure. He's just kind of like someone from management. So he's an authority figure. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> but to be fair, I fucking love him. I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's good. <laughs> Especially Angry Dad Adam Pierce this week. It made me really happy. <laughs> um, after this, speaking of angry, um, we had the Riot Squad versus Lana and Natty. Um, <laughs> Na- Nia Jackson, Shane were on commentary, and I've literally wrote the highlight of this was Nia Jax. What's going on? Um, <laughs> Nia Jax keeps going to to Byron. If you keep looking at me, I'm going to call security. <laughs> <laughs> like I giggled initially, and then I was like, "They're picking on Byron again. This is becoming uncomfortable." And yeah, then it was Byron. it was like a, it was like a tag team of slanging between Nia and MVP on. Yeah, in... like Shayna was I... at least going after the people in the ring, and then whenever anyone asked her a question, she's like, "Oh, shut up." Yeah. Nia was just like aiming at a Byron. Aaron and Byron are like apparently mates backstage. Oh, um, okay. 
and MVP was kind of just like, oh, this is funny. I'm joining in. <laughs> but Byron had feelings for Naya after fucking payback. Oh, yeah, there's that episode of uh, Ride Along, isn't it? Where he invites around for like to his mum's for tea or something. It's dead all. <laughs> it's genuinely uncomfortable. Um, Byron's just awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, just to say, this whole match was total bollocks. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't write anything actually about the match. That's because it was total bollocks. I wrote, I wrote about Nair and Shane on commentary making me laugh. Yeah. I wrote about MVP bullying Byron because Nair was bullying Byron. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Riot Squad win, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there was a match going and on, then, in case anyone didn't then, realise. Well done. After the match, Shana and Nia run the Riot Squad off, get in the ring, murder Lana because her husband is all elite. Yeah. Um, Samoan drop through the table. She gets a Samoan drop through the table for her troubles. Yeah, that was and pretty then, vicious, that Samoan drop. Yeah, it was. Give her some whip yeah. likes. Um, then... Back to Raw Underground. Um, so Riddick Moss comes back because he's a glutton for punishment. Apparently he's still alive. Off. Yeah, Braun <laughs> kills him again. Um, then fucking Dolph Fatigue comes back and <laughs> he gets murdered again. They double team Braun and fail. Um, miserably. Miserably. And then Dabakato comes in, stares down Braun. And then I've just put Shane stops it, stops the good thing from happening. But for next week, he's a sweaty prick. Um, <laughs> One thing I did like from this was MVP's reference to uh, Pacific Rim when he goes, yeah. Kaiju versus Kaiju. <laughs> I, I want MVP on commentary all the time. Also, I, yeah. might add, I forgot to say this earlier. So obviously, <laughs> Two weeks now, Tom Tom Phillips isn't on COVID commentary. Yeah. Definitely got COVID-19. Do you reckon? 100%. percent it has got the Joe's Rona. Not, Joe's not on this week because he's got COVID-19. COVID-19? Um, <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's all I've got. They, they, they weren't there because they've definitely... They'll be here, like, really, like, anxious about... Yeah. Um, not bringing it up and it, it doesn't hurt them to go, oh, yeah, to the commentators came in contact with someone in the self isolating. That's mm. all you need to do. Yeah. Not yeah. go, oh, they're, they're away on the holidays this week. They're on the holidays, despite the fact that you shouldn't be leaving the country. No. <laughs> where, where are you on holiday, Tom? Oh, I'm in my house. I'm having a staycation. Oh, why are you having a staycation? Don't say I'm off for two weeks. I'm off for, for specifically. 14 days. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got this box of Coronas. <laughs> I'm gonna have 19 of them. Someone send me some food, please. I can't go to the supermarket. Um, Fuck about. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, main event. No, no moving on. Ziggler would have had him, but he got restless leg syndrome from sitting on the seat too long at the announce table. So he would have took him on, but his legs started twitching. So he lost. <laughs> Restless leg syndrome. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, Aaron. I, I've got another note here about um, about Laura <laughs> So apparently, um, Vince forgot his glasses for Raw this week, 
Um, so he just saw Dolph's luscious blonde hair and thought it was Charlotte Flair. So that's why he was on Raw for like 95% of it. <laughs> I, I'm not complaining, are I? <laughs> I am a lot. <laughs> main event so, time. Main event is Drew versus Keith. Um, I, I thought the fucking warden was back. This is the vault already. Um, <laughs> so Keith comes out with a new singlet. Looks divisive again. I didn't mind it. You hate the didn't you, Troy? Um, yeah. Just, Aaron, yeah. what are your views on it? Just give them the top I had on last week. The vest. Keep yeah, that on them. If they're, they're going to have something on them, just put the vest the, on them. It the looks way I normal. Looked at it was at least <laughs> at least he could go all Keith Angle and drop the straps, and then we've got normal Keith Lee. Well, I'd have liked that. He yeah. hulks up and takes them off. I'd have taken that. Yeah. Yeah. Because then the thing is, awkward, like, he's a big fucker, but he's still got a six pack. Yeah. That's he's just got a fucking, like, he's just got, like, he's just built like a brick shithouse. Yeah. Um, he could be like a fucking... awkward, like, he could be awkward like The Undertaker was when he fucking took it off, didn't have picked it right down. So it was always like awkwardly hanging just <laughs> under his boobs. So it was like, what was the point in taking it off? Undertaker <laughs> with his withered chest. <laughs> Either take it all the way off or don't do it at all, lad. <laughs> exactly. Take your at, fucking back in. At least, at least when Undertaker did it, though, he looked like a fucking zombie because he looked emaciated. <laughs> 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 Uh, um, right, the match. Main event. <laughs> Fucking hell. Come on, officer. What's going on here? <laughs> so as as Drew gets in the ring, Keith rushes him. Um, straight away, Keith goes for the jaw. Um, pounces Drew over the top rope. He goes to the break. Keith works Drew's jaw even more, even though he said he wasn't going to do it. Liar. Um, <laughs> big clothesline by Drew. And then Keith blocks a belly to belly. Drew headbutts him and then hits a massive overhead belly to belly on Keith. That looked impressive. Yeah, it did. Drew does like a big flying clothesline and a kip up. He goes for the future shock, but Lee's too strong. Lee's too thick. Too thick. Um, (laughs) Two C's. Two C's. Drew kind of like, as Keith Keith breaks out of it, Drew kind of like spins him around and spine busts him. That looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. that got a two count. Drew tries to get Keith up for a suplex, and Keith does the Grizzly Magnum double chop, which looked awesome. Yeah. Um, and then he, he actually hit a clothesline from hell. I won't hear anything from that. Yeah, no, he, he did. Clothesline from hell. Um, that. For a two count. Um, Keith superplexes Drew. It looked like they were teasing the uh, ring break. It didn't happen, thank fuck. Yeah. Um, and then the finish spot I thought was fantastic where Keith dodged the claymore, got Drew up for the spirit bomb. Drew ju- like drops out around the back. They turn around, both hit the ropes, double crossbody. Yeah, double it was awesome. And then before they can both get up, retribution surround the ring like they think they're the fucking shield. Um, <laughs> Shit houses. And they beat both guys up, which is a bit awkward because Keith's missus is in retribution. Um <laughs> I, I thought what, <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, if two of them are women, domestic violence. <laughs> like, that's your missus. I, Why is that going on? I I thought at one point um, they were gonna like reveal Keith to be the leader. When the way they did that, I was like, "Ooh, that'd be cool." But then they didn't. Mm. Um, 
then as it looks like all hope is gone, the fucking best thing in WWE right now, the hair business come out. Boys to men. Yeah, all four of them, <laughs> all suited up. It's four versus 15, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shelton genuinely looked like he was like proper up for fighting here as well. He's like, yeah, come on. Ready for a tear up. It, it, it was the way they were all suited up and they came out and they just started like undoing their cufflinks. It was awesome. Like, I, did I, you, I was did you get on to Cedric's cool. suit, by the way? Cedric's suit? Pristine. Yeah. It was beautiful. like red. like yeah, um, like velvet. Like Arthur Flex, I thought. <laughs> I like, like Arthur Flex, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I love it. Lashley looked like an 80s drug dealer. Um, he <laughs> um, looked like he was he was gonna be selling someone cocaine in Miami Vice. Um, yeah. So anyway, they're all brawling on the entrance ramp, and then Drew and Keith hit steady old planches, knock everyone down, then both stand up and stare each other down. Raw ends. Um, Boom. Scene. <laughs> yeah. I, Exit I, stage I, left. As much as I shit over the commentary team this week, um, all joking aside, I thought this was actually a really strong episode of Raw. Um, yeah, agreed, I did too. I'd, I'd certainly say probably the best in a long time. Um, yeah. One of the best of, like, of the COVID era, if that's what you want to call it. And I, I, I know that they've um, obviously been looking at... Um, trying to compete with the NFL because it was Monday Night Football's first week back. Yeah, so yeah. they wanted to have like a big pay-per-view-esque Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly felt bigger than payback, I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. It, it was it, irrelevant, that's why. It was, because... It was bigger than payback. <laughs> what How was irrelevant? Payback or Raw? You? Payback was irrelevant. Oh, okay. As the WWE champion. And you're saying it's irrelevant. How dare you? <laughs> you're just saying that because Ziggler wasn't on the there's, card. There's just no pleasing some people, is there? <laughs> Sour fucking grapes. Sour puss Ziggler. Sour graps. <laughs> Sour graps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that rounds up Raw for this week. 